I'm Steven. I'm Dylan. And this is Closet Talks, where we sit in the closet, literally on the floor, and we just talk about whatever. But we ain't coming out anytime soon. No, girl, it's a little late for that, Mary. Oh. <laughs> no one knows I'm gay. Uh, okay. I think Helen Keller knew that, honey. My mother knew I was gay. <laughs> uh, today's liquor of choice is Di Sirono. Ooh. Amaretto. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. So today's topic, um, we were just discussing, um, I, I wanted to bring this up earlier cause we were talking about like childhood memories and things like that. And I was, I was writing yesterday. I was writing a little, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a book. I wouldn't say it's a book, but it's like a, novel, a memoir and uh, none of the above. I don't think, right. uh, it's just like a collection <laughs> of like little, uh, little things from my childhood that I remember and. I'm not like sitting down and like actually focusing on writing anything. It's Mm -hmm. literally just things that I kind of remember. And, um, one of them was, it was magic Magic. and yeah. So, and I love magic ever since I was a kid. And, um, but it wasn't like regular magic. It wasn't like, was it practical magic? Oh, okay. one of my favorite movies. All right. You haven't even seen that movie. Uh, We're going to remedy that very soon. Um, but it was, it was, um, in my childhood, my grandmother, it was one day, I think I was probably like seven or eight and, um, I was really into magic. I was watching David Copperfield on TV and do you remember that oh, show? Oh my gosh. Do you remember that show? Um, the masked magician? Yes. Yeah. And but he I would like, why I remember it. I was the guy who it. like, he would do all those tricks and then like he was masked. And he would mm-hmm. do all the tricks and tell you how they were done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like 90s-tastic. Mm, God. Um, sidebar, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, but I was really into in, magic. And then um, my grandmother one day, it was like really cold. It was like January or something. And it was like super frigid. And it was miserable. You couldn't go outside and play. It was like wet and like cold. It was gross. Ugh. And uh, in the middle of Texas, yes, it does get really cold there. And... Um, so I was kind of bummed, and so she she told me about making our own magic, and um, I thought that it really I didn't really understand it at the time, but she talked about um, having the best like the greatest ability in the world is being able to make your own magic, and so okay. I asked what that meant and what that was all about, and she said, um, she was like, just let me show you, and she took me to the kitchen, and she grabbed a sleeve of graham crackers, a Hershey's bar. And a big bag of jumbo marshmallows and a skewer, right? right. Uh-huh. And took me to the living room, and she lit the gas and lit the fireplace. I didn't know you were gonna say that. I know. It's like she needs to light a fire. <laughs> All right. And so mm-hmm. she sat me down on the on the thing, and she was like, "We're pretending that we're camping, and it's cold outside, and it's s'mores time." And that was oh. making that was making our magic, and okay. it was us sitting down and kind of like making the most out of like a dreary day. And I think that applies to adulthood, especially, especially in like today's world where there's, <laughs> there's Uh-oh. nothing to be, there's like, I wouldn't say nothing, but there's a lot that could make you unhappy. 
It's real easy. I mean, turn on the news, turn on oh the my gosh, television, I, the radio. I try not to look at the news. It nope. comes on like in the in our break room at work. Somebody will will have a movie on, and then the movie will end, and the the news starts. And we're like, oh, it's too real. Right. Real world needs to go off. Yep. So, mm-hmm. but I think that's important, and I I have been as of recent like trying to really focus my energy on that positivity and trying to make my own magic out of stuff, even if that means coming home from like a shitty day at work and then making my own like a little bubble bath with some sea salt and just soaking while okay. I watch a movie and grab, <laughs> I take my computer and I put it on the toilet seat and I uh-huh. turn it on <laughs> Yeah, and I just sit in the tub oh. with my glass of wine oh, and, and I enjoy myself for like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour okay. until the water gets cold. Oh, <laughs> I was there for you to tell me you've put it on the edge of the bathtub and then mm. I just... No, I do that with a toaster oh. and the boombox. And do people even have boomboxes anymore? That's not a thing. Um, I'm gonna say yes. You're like the queen of everything. You uh, have everything. I in do here. have everything. I do not have a boombox. No boombox. All right. No boombox, but I do have a 60 CD disc changer. It was my <laughs> first ever large purchase, and it was a. It was from Sony, and I, I saved up all my money from God knows what. I didn't have a job until I was you know 16. And you, so you, you, you opened it and it spun around and you literally had a spot for 60 compact discs and you could go in and you could put in the name of each one of them. And Lord knows I did it, but then, you know, you had a power surge or like you just unplugged it and all of it was gone. So I just, <laughs> after like the second time I was like, Oh, I'll just keep putting it in now. Nah. No, nope. oh my God. It's going to be a big no for me. I have yet to, it is still sitting at our storage building and I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of it. That's your first big purchase. Ah, uh, yeah, it was, and it boomed. <laughs> so I guess it was a box of boom. There you go. Mm-hmm. I had one. I had one of those when I was a kid. It was like a, oh, it was a, it was a little CD changer thing. But I think it was. I think it was only eight CDs. Eight. Oh, I think so. I think it was eight. first one we had was like three or four. Anyway, we was Poe. <laughs> You had eight? I'm over here like, yeah, three. All right. I think it was eight. I think so. I don't know. I had one of the... Do you remember when they had them in the car? The disc changers in the cars? Uh My very first car had one of those because my mom... It was my mom's car. And Mm -hmm. she haggled the guy down and was like, that's too expensive. Throw this in. Throw that in. And she got a six-disc CD changer. But it was in the it was in the trunk. Oh, I was going to say, that was my next question. Was yeah. was it actually in like no. the center console? Or did you have to go in the back yep. when you it wanted to the change trunk. the disc? In the trunk. Like, what was that disc? I have yep. no idea. We're just going to cycle through them. And you're like... <sighs> my friends in high school, we would pull up to a, a stoplight and do like Chinese fire drill, except get out, change the disc real quick, <laughs> and get back <laughs> before it turned to green again. But everyone behind you was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got mine in there, too. <laughs> then if you're bougie, you had it in the front. And you're like... <sighs> so, is there something like that for you? Like, do you look back on your childhood and does anything, like, stick out for you? Or any life lessons that... I mean, it doesn't have to be... I mean, mine's really sentimental, but I'm a sentimental... Sentimental man. I think they weren't as more... As not aggressive, and that's the word I'm looking for. They were they were more passive, like they weren't really spoken as much as they were just. Um, you would just you go through it, and you would just, I would just notice it. And mm-hmm. I think it was just having compassion for other people, just not mm. jumping in and thinking 
that you know the whole story and I'm a hypocrite from time to time because I think about that. I'm like, oh, I see this at face value and Mm -hmm. I come back and I'm like, well, that was disappointing. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed I actually said it out loud that other people heard me because then I have to go back and be like, guys, I'm so sorry. But like, I I judge that before I really even thought about, you know, you see someone and they're acting a certain way and you're like, oh, well, they must be this way. And you're like, no, like everyone's fighting their own battles. Mm -hmm. So give everyone the benefit of the doubt every day. And (laughs) It's a it's a great thing, but to a fault, you know, you give people all these these chances. But again, I don't know your battles that you are fighting, so I should, you know, treat you as if this is a brand new day and you're yeah. my favorite person in the world. Yeah. Even if I know that you are just well, you know. Well, we all we challenge. all know we all know one. Ooh, At least one. <laughs> but uh, no, I that's good though. Like I I've been catching myself mm-hmm. lately. Um I've been kind of on a a new kind of way of thinking. Um, and I've been catching myself doing that. Like, I mean, yesterday I was leaving work and some lady was driving really crazy and cut me off. And immediately, like in my head, I'm like this bitch. And I'm like screaming at her. Twitching near yeah. the pocket. And, and then like, I'm, and I immediately took it back. I was like, maybe she needs to get somewhere. I shouldn't be so quick to snap at that. But then like you and I are both Scorpios. Uh-huh. And when you have moments like that, you tend to, uh, Scorpios sting and they sting hard. Mm-hmm. We say things so we don't be, mean. Be careful when you, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes we say things off. to hurt somebody else on mm-hmm. purpose um, when you're in a heated argument. Yeah. But also on the flip side of being a Scorpio, when you do things like that, you tend to reflect on it and you beat yourself up over it. Yep. And it can kind of weigh on you a little bit. Listen, I find in. <laughs> When I'm in the car, not that I would have road rage, but thank goodness the windows are up. That's all I'm going to say. But I've said things and I stop and I'm like, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I apologize. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I turn over and, you know, look at, look at my water cup. I'm like, I'm so sorry that you had to hear that. And it, and it sits there and it does like a water cup does and does nothing. Silently agrees. <laughs> clang, clang, whatever. I, I smelled it. it hours ago. It's fine. Anyways. No, I love it. talking. Absolutely. I think that's important, like compassion for other people, especially, especially in today's world. Again, it's, it's no, it's not, what is that song from everything's coming up roses? It's not sunshine and lollipops and whatever the lyrics Mm. are. It's, it's not like that right now. You know, there's a lot of things going on and politics. We won't get into that, but oh boy. Yeah, I'm, we have a little, My name's Jasmine Masters. I have something to say. Ooh, hopefully um, not because you do. Um. <laughs> the, the, but the world we live in today could use a lot of that if you just really take the time to see something uh, from someone else. Um, oh, that's one of my favorite lines in um, To Kill a Mockingbird, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I always thought would be a fantastic drag name for someone, Tequila Mockingbird. Oh my gosh, that's like two, That's like a twofer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Tequila, Tequila Mockingbird. Mockingbird. <laughs> um, but my favorite line from that book and film was, um, you'll never quite understand someone until you see things from their point of view. Absolutely. And I try to remind myself of that boy is that hard though oh i know it really is but i think it it adds a level of not sympathy empathy is to Mm. just you know Mm -hmm. try and take a moment and reflect that 
you know, this person is acting this way because of, you know, things that are happening in their life. And, you know, I don't know what that is. So maybe I should take a step back and just. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you doing today? Even though I, <laughs> you know, uh huh, it's rough. I mean, there are people that we work with and interact with on a daily oh. basis that, you know, they I don't. must be going through it, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit by me. No. We'll um, talk about it in the corner. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the corner. Um, but yeah, if you, some of the people that we work with on a daily basis is like, I see you for eight hours and that is plenty. Mm, sometimes. <laughs> Have a great night. I'll mm. see you tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. But, um, yeah, when you, I, I get into that sometimes I kind of fall into that mentality of, I have to sit and I just kind of, and meditation also is a a big help just to sit down and at the end of the day and just breathe, just got to breathe through like everything kind of, it really gets the weight off. I feel the world's a noisy place to just find silence. Oh, like yeah. in this closet. Yes. Oh my it's gosh. all, it's practically soundproof. Oh my gosh. Thank There's, God. Yeah. I told you I sing in here. I shut <laughs> one, two and if your door shut three doors and for your sake, you're welcome. Yes. And I have I a, I do have a cat and he tends to be very needy and scream and oh. want in on all of the action. And I didn't want all of that background noise. So I was uh-huh. like, where can we record this? In the closet. Side note, do you know cats don't say meow? They say brown, brown. <laughs> You're welcome. You can't unhear that now. <laughs> What'd you say? Brown. <laughs> when have you heard a cat go meow? <laughs> I love you. Oh, see, if a cat starts talking like that, I used to have a husky. <laughs> I used to have the husky, and she was so precious, and you could say, say I love you, and she would say, I love you. It was like, so cute. <sighs> I know. It was so cute. Oh, but then. <laughs> If my cats that, Girl, I don't know what I would, I would do. Shit a brick. <laughs> and I'd be like, let me cut that on the internet. Catch me on World Star Hip Hop. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, cats are what? I love you. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, America's like, Funniest Home. Is that a thing? Um, It is. I find that they talk through the majority all of, of them. All of yeah. I can't even remember who hosted anymore. Oh, uh, well, he also does Dancing with the Stars. I remember Bob Saget. There was a lot more videos and a lot less talking. Bob Saget? He yeah. talked a lot. Well, and he would do those stupid voices. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, sometimes shut it up. Helped. Sometimes it made it a little uh, yeah, bit better. I was like, this was yeah. a dry video, but because you made yes. the lawn talk. Yes. and The lawn. <laughs> make me feel. <laughs> I can't. No. Girl, oh if, my Mar- if the, the Mariah Carey song with the lawnmower had been around, you know, and it, it like it takes off and she hits that <laughs> note that I can't hit because again, I'm not a singer. No, I would have voted for it. How much could you win? Was it like one thousand dollars back in the day? Ten thousand dollars. I think it was. I think it was a hundred. A hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Is for the still? grand prize. Oh, okay. But I think for each episode is like ten. I mean, okay. I mean, still. Isn't that why people have kids so they can? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> my parents told me, and my father will uh, back me up on this. He said, I had kids so they could mow the lawn and shovel the snow. And I know that for a fact because the year after my youngest sister moved out, he bought a snowblower. <laughs> and, snowblower? Uh, was, that was my nickname in prison. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going to drink to that. Cheers. 
Oh my god. I'm sorry, oh. mom. You need to apologize. I'm sorry, mom. Oh, that's yeah. You know, I also learned discipline on a lawnmower. My dad has this thing for antiques, and honestly, if you went in the basement, you would find both a hardware store with every nut, bolt, screw, nail, like, whatever you need. It yep. is legit down there. Yep. Because we have basements up in the, the Michigan. and We had cellars. I mean, I guess it's kind of the same. It's dark and dreary, and I always got to put on slippers because it's Cellars were outdoors, though. Oh, just kidding. No, this I don't know why. The floor. Why? Why were they outdoors? Like, was it because of an afterthought? Yeah, probably. Because, like, I drew... Hey, do, I don't know where to put this this food to keep it cold, so... Oh, we don't put the food down there. Oh, oh you it's don't, you don't can things? No. Last I checked, mice can't chew through uh, metal and glass. I know, but it's so gross. If they do, you better move out. Bye. I don't want to go down there and find chocolate chips on everything, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Ew, but, yes. like, I've never understood why cellars were outdoors. Because I grew up in Tornado Alley. Maybe that's and why. It's like, they... And you're like, oh, let's go to the cellar. Let's all go out into the storm. But was, and there, go down. was there were there cellars and basements? Do no, you have one? no, no. It oh, was just a cellar. And I think it was because they built the house and they're like, oh shit. All right, let's put it. Well, how old's how old's the house? Like, were they older houses know. or like? Because I mean, newer. houses? I mean, a lot and... of people have them because it's Tornado Alley. Ugh. But I think all of them. My grandmother's was indoors, but it was indoors because it was built and then. Uh, it was like on back on the patio, and then they covered oh. the patio and enclosed it, so it became part of the house. Interesting. And that was, but it was still gross and dreary. Oh, and really yeah, scary. they meant to be lived in, that's for sure. And then you put the litter box down there because yuck. Oh, Anywho. but you said, yeah, you said uh, so I was into antiques. antiques. <laughs> and he always sends pictures and he's like, look what I got. When are you going to use that giant sickle? Or like, <laughs> for example, the lawnmower that you had to push. You know, it had the rotating blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is how we learned discipline. So we had an electric one. You could plug oh, it in, man. and you would mow. And, it, it, you know, you got three kids. There's a good chance that one of them ain't acting right. <laughs> and, you know, you already had your, your ass whooped maybe once. Didn't take much. All you need is the look or the hand grip, the one that was just like, uh-huh. And you're like, I'm sorry, yep. I'm sorry. Yep. Wait till we get home. No, no, no. That that's usually, okay. That usually came in church. Ooh. Don't make, oh, my parents just had to sit in between us. Oh. In the middle of it, and like they stood up, and you're like, I'm so embarrassed, but I would still be like looking in front, and my mom would be like, <laughs> and I was like, Oh God, I'm, I'm afraid for myself. <laughs> we buy that push lawnmower, and we lived on a corner lot. And let me tell you, it took once, maybe twice, and that occasional a couple years later, a third time to learn that Mm-mm. child, when your parents tell you what to do, yeah, you do it, whether or not it's right or wrong. At that point, it was right because they made you. Uh huh. They made you, and they, if they need be, can take you out and replace you with someone that looks just like you. Again, <laughs> words to words of wisdom from my parents. <laughs> Again. And they will also back me up on that one, too. That's nice. funny. Uh-huh. Acting up in church reminded me of, like, <sighs> see, my mom played the piano. Oh, my dad did, yeah. too, for, for a minute, and I was in the choir. The children's choir. I did not. do that. I was in the children's, like, theater group. The company did not acapella. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Voice of an angel. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, my dad, he would sit, like, it was like my grandmother, and then I always had to sit next to my grandmother, because she's my everything. And, oh, one time she gave me candy, Rocker. and I choked. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. In the middle of the church? Yes! In the middle of the sermon, I'm like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's like, oh God. And so like carries me like, like she didn't even try to get it out first. Up. No, she like lifts me up and took me out. And I'm getting, the... <laughs> I'm getting the Heimlich maneuver in the church kitchen. I'm like, <laughs> they're trying to put out the donuts and the coffee. Yeah. The end, Cause you know, and you're like, she's like, but I really just got brought you out here. Cause we could get the, the, the long johns. Cause those are my favorite. <laughs> See, we did fried chicken after, after church. What? I know, I know. The South. This is the South. Up in the North. Somebody always brought a bucket of fried chicken. What? That was the thing. How many people Especially, were in Especially, oh my God, at a funeral, girl, at a funeral, it was like, everybody's boohooing and they're crying after the funeral. And but then they're like, like, and they're like, let's go to... But where's the chicken? Exactly. <laughs> Somebody always had fried chicken Lord and macaroni and cheese. Oh my God. The... <laughs> but that was it. You, could, you would be in the middle of the funeral service and people would be like... <laughs> Oh god! Because they can smell it coming from the kitchen. <laughs> no, that's funny. You're terrible. It's great because like, it's like oh. I mean you know funerals. Let us pray. Now for announcements. Oh, we got fried chicken. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. I will meet you in a couple minutes. Let me uh, put on some more casual those uh, expandable waistbands. Because Lord knows, God is my witness. I need the expandable waistband because that bucket of chicken that's mine. Unless you can't get there before me. Uh, oh my god, Ooh. Sister Mary, oh. fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not nice. That's not nice. We're not even Catholic. Uh, I'm Catholic. You're Catholic. Uh, That explains a lot. uh, Yeah. (laughs) But how many people were in your... You won't call it mass. We call it mass. Um, How many people were in your church, though? Like, was it a big church? How many many, Um, rows of pews did you have? Well, we had a bunch of pews, but they were not occupied it was a very i mean i'm from a small town my was bench or was it a what is it an individual seat we had that individual seat which is oh good. really yeah because then you wouldn't have to you know you go in those old uh, catholic churches or you don't whatever i'm going to tell you now they have these so you you have on a bench and it's mm-hmm. cushiony and in front of you you had the kneeler uh there is a real the scientific kneeler. the kneeler you pulled it down <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you yeah. kneeled on i've it. been to a mass before i don't know if there's an official word but you know and so it was it was just a giant plank of wood and you all had to kneel at the same time like i couldn't like stand up and go like everyone was our kneeling so you know that time i threw up and <laughs> i was in the second you row you threw up I sure on the did. kneeler i was sit no uh, well, i threw up on the chair in front of me <laughs> but i was second in the second row and this child behind i was not feeling good and coming in and i was like Ooh, and you know everything was bubbling and this this tiny child behind me was just kicking my seat and i was like Ooh, <laughs> And I don't remember what happened after that. It was all a blur. But I just remember I threw up in church. And, oh, God. I can't. Lord Jesus. I can't laugh too hard at that. Because I <laughs> fainted. It's hilarious. I fainted in church. I did. You locked your knees? Were you standing? I locked my knees. Oh, I sure dear. as shit did. It was like, uh, we were on risers. <clears throat> and, because it was like a. Oh. I don't know if it was like those. a. We were it was a production. Church. Yeah. It was like a production of. For oh. the church, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was like, I don't. I wasn't in choir, so it wasn't choir. Maybe. I don't know. It was some sort of like um, performance that the that the kids did, and I was at the top of the riser because I was one of the taller ones. And, I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> and I Let's locked see. my knees, and in the middle of the song, I was like, "Put timber!" <laughs> and Backwards I fell right. I fell forwards. Oh, gee. Right over. Jesus. Ooh. And I knocked like four or five kids out of the way. <laughs> it was like dominoes. We just, we crashed and we crashed hard. And I woke up and I was like, where the hell am I? I'm like, oh no, you still in charge? Like, oh, you've been out for a few. <laughs> <laughs> the whole congregation uh, has I used to assembled around. 
What? I used to faint a lot as a kid. Yeah. Why? Well, I don't. I have a thing. I know I'm covered in tattoos, but I have a thing for like needles and blood. How many tattoos and... did you have at the age of five? None. Oh. oh but I've always oh. had. <laughs> I've oh. always had like the. The the weirdness about needles and because it's it's you know it's different. You have tattoos. It's different. Mm-hmm. Like when you're getting tattooed, it kind of like goes numb after a while, and you just feel like the vibration of like the machine. Yeah. But... My first tattoo. Uh, yeah. It was filled with a lightning needle. So. Oh, that hurts. Oh. Um, Thanks, Melissa. But it was great. It looks good. Thank you. Still holds up today. Yes, it's yeah. still there. You can read it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not in English. That's okay. That's all right. 98% sure that it says what I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get like a Chinese symbol that means like mm. Kung Pao. <laughs> uh, lemon clock chicken. Is what time? It's lemon clock chicken. How do you know that? Because I wrote it on my body. But lemon I thought clock it... chicken? Lemon clock chicken. It's, what is that? It's when you bring in chicken at 11 o'clock. Oh my god. It's that thing where you, you your friends, you call them on the phone and they say, Oh girl, I got some lemon clock chicken. And they stroll up and you go, What's that? And they're like, It's lemon clock. Oh Here's some chicken. My God. You're welcome. <laughs> da, da, I'm, da, using da, da, da. I'm using that. Lemon clock chicken. Lemon clock chicken. I love that. Do you buy the entertainment base of magic? <laughs> That's what they call it. I mean I don't take part in it. I'll take cock and lemon clock sub. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Get my own. I don't have to worry about people's fingers on. Anyways, what were, church, you passed out. Great. Right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I used to pass out a lot though. Um, I would go to the doctor's office and they would Ooh. give me they give me a shot, and I'd be fine, and I would get up to go, and my mom would be paying, and I'd be oh. out every time like clockwork, and I don't I know why. Do I don't know why. Um, I yeah, I don't have the problem with injections anymore because I get those pretty regularly from my doctor and. Blocked by injection. The <laughs> <laughs> we're not going there. Um, the the other thing that would make me pass out was giving blood, Girl. and it still to this day makes Story me do it. That. So I did it like a week ago, a month ago. Yeah, month. I had mine done a week ago. Well, on Thursday. Oh. Today's what, oh. Monday. Yeah, Monday. And that? I had it done on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the the office knows me. They know me. <laughs> Very well. My oh, doctor great. comes in. He's here. <laughs> My doctor comes in and he's like, all right, we're going to go for the test. And I said, all right, that's fine. He's like, I'm going to have the lab people. You're, you're going to go to the lab. I was like, ooh, you know that they all need right. to come to me because I need to lay down. He was like, okay, I'll have them come to you. <laughs> so he's like, you big baby, you know, whatever. Or queen. And, <laughs> yeah, hey, queen. And because my doctor's gay and he's amazing. He's fantastic. Dr. Moore, love you. Hey. Um, He always sends a lady and it's the same lady every time. Oh. She's a very sassy black lady. She walk in and she's like, uh No. No? She, because they have a little knock, and how does they, it, how it go? they come in, and I hear, and the door opens, and she reaches, she pulls her head around, and she goes, I know that's not you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know. And she's like, you're back again, and you still can't handle this? And I was like, I know. And she's like, you covered in tattoos. I was like, I know. <sighs> And so she starts, like, roping me off or whatever the thing's called. A tourniquet. That's what it's called. <laughs> roping me off. They were roping the, the uh, whatever. That's going um, in a completely different direction. Yeah. And um, she was talking about, she's like, but she's, like, so sassy and she's so funny. And she's people are. She's from New York and she's a sassy black lady. Her wig was beautiful. <laughs> and she was talking about my tattoos. She's like, girl, these are sickening. And I was like, you know the word sickening? I love that. And we just, like, started talking about, you know whatever and she's bonded over gay my... great yeah we bonded over gay 
and uh, about our love for New York City because I love New York City, and um, that's where she's from. And she about that one. was oh, you have a story about New York. It's City. really not that great. It's real short. The Can we go to New York? I would love to go to New York. Yes, the last time I went, I was sixteen, uh-huh. and I went with the band, or maybe I was younger. I don't know. We went on a trip, and I was not sheltered, but I really didn't, you know, people didn't, you know, drop F-bombs and cuss all the time. It's a little different now. Whatever. Uh, Sorry, Mom. And so, you know, I was just, it was, everything was all, you know, G-rated most of the time. And we're walking across the street, and this cab, this uh, <laughs> this older woman, she was like, she was like in her 80s or whatever. She was mm-hmm. just strolling across the street with no care in the world. <laughs> and this cab driver honks at her, and all I hear is... Fuck you! And I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! And little 16, 17, whatever year old me was like, oh, oh my god, people talk in public like that? And from that point on, I was like, this place is magical. Oh yeah. my god. So yeah, that, that's oh. my very short New York story. My first time hearing the F word was from my grandfather. Oh boy. Uh, both of my grandparents on that side are past, so I'm not embarrassing anybody. R.I.P. Oh, and he, he can still hear you. I know. He's listening to this right now. Uh, but it's a funny story because I was in. Uh, we were traveling from Texas to Colorado on mm-hmm. our yearly trip to Colorado, and I was riding with them. It was just my grandmother in the passenger seat. He was in the driver, and I was in the back seat. <clears throat> and we had like the RV camper behind us, and. This guy was driving all crazy. Maybe that's where I get my road rage from. Actually, I know that's exactly where I get my road rage from. Um, he was driving, um, and he like cut my grandfather off, Uh-oh. and my grandfather said, Fuck you! And I froze, and my eyes were as big as dinner plates. And my grandmother like whipped around, and she looked at me, and she was like, don't you ever use that word ever. And I was like, I don't know what that word was, but I know it is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, and I know it is the best word on the planet, and I am going to use it for the rest of my oh life. My and it's one of my favorite words. It really is. You can use it in so many different instances. I know. There's a, That's a whole other podcast. We will, we will add that uh, for next time. Yes. But I think... Uh, that wraps up about everything. I think, um, to make a long story long, um, yay. Just be good to each other. Good to each other. You don't know what battles people are fighting. If you can take a minute and tell someone that you appreciate them because it may sound cliche and everyone tells you to do it, but really like someone tells me, have a good day. Thank you so much. And I go, thank you. And like part of me just stops and I like, it makes me smile. Yeah. Smiling's fun. I think yeah, it's nice just be good to, to each be other. nice. Just be good to each other, and it's yeah, it's nice to be nice. And um, one quick sidebar: I was at Walmart not too long ago, and you know those people that work there are miserable. They look miserable. They sound miserable. They don't, you know, whatever. And I was waiting in line. All the more reason. Yeah, and I was in line, and the guy was he was like waving me over so he could check me, and he starts to ring me up and everything. He never lifted his head he never lifted his head he was from my cart to the scanner to the bag to the cart to the scanner to the bag and i was like how's your day going i and did he every single time rose he stopped moving and he like slowly lifted his head and was like it's good thank you and i was like you're very welcome 
And we just, from then on, we were kind of chatty for the rest of the transaction, but mm-hmm. you never know what people are going through. And sometimes right. that means a lot. I always make a point to, you know, whenever I'm checking out anywhere, be like, how are you today? And they're like, I'm good. How are you? And I'm like, I'm great. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, absolutely. And then I probably talk about myself for a little bit, but hey, it, it opens up <laughs> the conversation <laughs> to, you know, begin talking about themselves because, you know, not everyone is always going to ask about that. And, you know, sometimes I'm generally interested to know, you know, yeah. how your day was, so. All right. It is nice to be nice. Moral of today. Moral of today. It's nice to be nice. It's easy to be nice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it's very difficult to grin and bear it. This is taking a different turn. (laughs) Yeah. But that's for another time. So until next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.